0: back to another week of Make a Masculine Murder. Today, I think you're our first reoccurring guest. Everyone, welcome back. Becky! I'm applauding myself. I'm applauding you, honestly. I would applaud myself if I were you every day. You know, well, I'm glad I'm back. We had fun. And you've had a full day. You had work. You had oh, yeah. kids. You had a dinner. And you came. I and came. That is I'm still in my work love. clothes. You look amazing. And it's
1: the holidays, people. It is. So thank you. So that even shows my love for you more. Yes. Because only for you would I give up a night of Marvelous Miss Maisel to be here.
0: Marvelous Miss Maisel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay.
0: You're like, oh, no, I can't even. How does it even go? Does it have a theme song? I think, I think that was just have like amazing Peggy Lee songs like as it starts.
1: Oh, they do. Yeah. They just start with different. Yeah. Like they've had a Barbra Streisand one. Yeah the the i don't know you know okay. we don't live in the era of theme songs at all like growing up in the 80s mm, everything. everything had a theme song yeah. blockbuster video wow what a difference see he knows mm-hmm. yeah friends everything every, and they were like like 90s yeah friends was friends was along those lines because their song didn't actually say the name of the show yeah
0: Actually, I was just listening to, I know I've texted you about this podcast, I think it's called In Your Bed, In Bed, with Nick Offerman, and what is her, what's his Uh,
1: name? Karen. She's Karen from Megan Mullally. (laughs) yes.
0: So they have a podcast, which is hilarious, but they just did an episode with Angela and Pam from The Office, and... Megan, wait, Megan. Mm-hmm. She used to be like a jingle girl. She's like, it's not really a thing anymore. But she was I like, know. I sang all the jingles. She was like, I think jingles are going to make a comeback. So I
1: think I could write a really good jingle. You, I do. You should I for do. your
0: theme song for Smotherhood. Smotherhood How the, the hell podcast. is motherhood?
1: Mother, mother, motherhood. I am a smothered mother and don't have time to do my own podcast. We still have a bunch of stuff it's, recorded, and it's the holidays, though. I don't blame yeah, you. Yeah, that's but ba- we started this in April. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we I, were like we're gonna put something out in july and now it's the end of 2019 2020 smotherhood 20, will be
0: here manifesting
1: new new decade new podcast growing 20s new european tour
0: yes 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 Motherhood and make a masky murder will tour that is my end side. goal
1: i just want to be able to go to europe yeah so i mean if i can make money doing this and like sell seats i'm doing it mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel that deep. It's in not gonna my happen, core. but hey,
0: positive vibes. Positive vibes. Okay, well let's just get the boring stuff over with. Just kidding. Product spotlight is great. So I'm going to talk about. Have you ever used? You don't wear strip lashes much, right? I think we have very strong opinions about lashes. So I thought <laughs> let's bring back more lash moments.
1: I've literally never had. I've never put fake ones on. I've never had extensions. I've never done any of this it. This
0: makes me really want to put fake ones on you, Will just you? once, like
1: pretty ones, like Will good you? ones, obviously. If yeah, I have a, a, a like my favorite party of the year on Saturday night, yeah. and it's like cocktail attire, and I'm going to dance my okay. face off, and I don't know how to do my hair. Yeah, what do, what do you do when you have bangs? I, well, you just look good always. <laughs> so,
0: so yeah, Becky has new bangs. I do. Um, well, lashes first. So. I actually have been using more individual lashes lately. Have you seen these? Nope. So they they literally just come in like little bundles. You can buy them where they are like a triangle shape or where they're squared. I like the square easier. I think they're easier to put on. But basically, you just put a little glue on that and you can place them... Toward the end. So you toward have the end. Like more so it kind of... Yeah. yeah. And it's such so an you easy... So they don't look like Snuffleupagus.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah. Good.
0: So that's kind of been my favorite lately... I I tried using it on brides for a minute for you makeup artists. It is so time-consuming. If you have one bride that you're spending an hour and a half on, great. If you've got a bridal party of six, like, there's no way. But super awesome and also just, like, day-to-day, you want to spice something up a little. Went to spasmatics on Saturday. Had to put a couple in the corner, you know.
1: very well should have. Yes, so... The best part of the spasmatics are the, like, the 40-plus-year-old women that are, like, obsessed with them. I just... And they fangirl about him.
0: You know, I'm almost
1: 40. Maybe I'll start fangirling over the spasmatics.
0: I'm just going to take a moment and fangirl because we are now Instagram friends because I
1: posted a video with them <laughs> and they were
0: like, thanks for coming to our show. Followed the podcast. Was it crowded?
1: Because when we went, it was not crowded. But there yeah. are other nights where it's bananas. It was decently crowded. Spasmatics, for those of you who don't know, are an 80s cover band in Salt Lake that are amazing. And they're really fun. And I'm they really play sad Every Saturday at Liquid Joe's.
0: And we're going for my birthday. If <gasps> anyone wants to come, but giving you January 4th. <laughs> I'm announcing this to the world. But, I'm raising my hand. Yes. Get a sitter. <laughs> I will. So yeah, these lashes. I like the Ardell ones. Ardell in general is my favorite lash brand. You buy them at Walgreens. They're like mm. three bucks. Um, I think a pack of individuals. I mean, it comes with 56, so it might be closer to like six or seven bucks, but that's cheap. Yeah. I mean, and it lasts you.
1: I have not been putting my years. lash boost on that I talked about last time I was on, and I don't think my lashes are Shrinking? They don't think they shrink. <laughs> they really they, they go back into my eyelid.
0: <laughs> there is a disease. Oh. Britain's grandma. I don't know if it's a disease, but a condition. And your eyelashes, when you get old, can grow back into your eyes. And it's, like, extremely painful. And they have to go in and, like, Ew. extract it.
1: Ew. Yeah. No. No, I just, I need to start using it regularly again. Well, um, well, we'll try some of these on you. Okay. Um, well, I would like to talk about my product. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of products. I get FabFitFun, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of stuff in those boxes. And my face has, like, eczema on half of it right now. No. But I will tell you that now I have bangs. Abby does my hair. Yep, yep. we I, really made the shift. And uh, I think, where were these in the last five years? They look amazing. <laughs> where, where were the bangs? But <laughs> I, I refused to drive all the way out to where you are to get you to trim my bangs. So I trimmed yeah. my own, and I found the best pair of hair trim scissors. Okay, did you buy them a beauty supply? They're my kid's craft scissors. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, it's <laughs> a little rough. <laughs> that's the only option I no, have. Seriously,
0: you roll in. I was like, oh, so did you find a barbershop like near you? You're like, oh uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's really close by.
1: I wouldn't barber shop. Maybe it's a stretch. <laughs> No. I will say, though, they're not the craft scissors that have the round edges, at oh, least. Oh, that's what I was picturing. No, they have pointy ones, but okay. they're kids' ones. What color I, are they? They're silver and bright blue. Yeah, you, know? you got, got to
0: get that two-toned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I get so mad. I'm like, where are my bang-trimming <laughs> scissors? And like, oh, like, they have glitter glue on them. I was playing with them down in the playroom. <laughs> like, oh, well, bring them back, because i got to trim my bangs. <laughs> I do have to
0: say... That, like last time you were like so tell me the truth how That's, bad are my bangs yeah. no they're not bad good but I also you know what listeners don't
1: try this at home don't try this at home nope. it's, I don't advise it take yeah. it a little I trim my girls bangs too and now we all have Tilda bangs. has bangs Tilda Tilda they has look has so bangs. cute she looks like Amelie did you ever see oh, Amelie, Amelie? <gasps> <gasps> sorry <gasps> um, oh my gosh one what of the best it? movies ever it's a French film Okay. it was I think it did not win the Oscar? Do you remember Amelie? Hmm. Oh, I'll look it up. Beautiful and brilliant and quirky. You will love it. Okay. If you, oh, my gosh. Just, when was it made?
0: Like, like, is it an older film? 2001, like, 2000.
1: Okay. Oh, it's so good. I mean, let's. Yeah. Um, This is really showing my age. I'm like, <laughs> let's remember that I was five. But then I thought that would be rude to say. No, fine. <laughs> say it. It's fine. I there was a story on NPR today where they were like you know, there's less kids that are going to be going into college because the kids that were born during the last recession in mm-hmm. 2008 are just, you know, four or five years from graduating high school. And I was like, oh, oh, my gosh. No, I can't believe we're going to be able to say that we live in the 20s.
0: Like, oh, you know, that yeah. happened back in the 20s. Like, we're not like that happened in the 10s. We're in the 10s. Like, we're in yeah. the thousands. I guess the thousands kind of, but not really. Doesn't it start it.
1: to get... Um, I was thinking about maybe something that had happened in the 70s. I'm like, oh, 70s. 30 30 years ago. ago. No, No, 50. 50. (laughs) You know what? That's good because most of the creepy serial killers of the world were really big in the 70s and like early 80s. Yeah. We'll talk about one tonight, but he's more in the 50s. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Mine, mine who I'm going to talk about was the
1: 20s. Oh. 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 Recycle. A hundred years ago. Yeah. Oh weird. That got even worse. You know, no, that feels good. That feels right. We <laughs> want to distance ourselves as from much from these, these two lunatics. crimes, these lunatics as possible. Right.
0: So we kind of left like a little Easter egg in the last episode about this. Like we kind of mentioned, ooh, maybe we should do an episode on this. So yeah. giving the people what they want. Giving
1: the people the murder.
0: Yep. So do you want to go first? I'll should go- we pull a Karen and Jordan just fight no, about it? I'll just go
1: first. I think yours first. is heavier. Mine's heavier for sure. And I want to preface this by saying that when I heard, no, it was the it was the one you're gonna do. But when I heard another podcast do this story, yeah. I was fascinated. I was laughing. I was mortified. But I got into work, and we were having like a staff lunch that day. And I, just being me, was like, guess what I heard about this? <laughs> and I started telling this. And I have just a, wait for it, people. I have a staff of twenty ish, and. All of them, except like two, looked at me with complete horror on their faces. And the, like the weird guy that's like me, who listens to a lot of my yeah. product he's like, I know, that's so crazy. And we were super into it. And other people are like, why are you still talking <laughs> about this? Stop it. Why are you, why do you listen to those? I'm like, how are you not fascinated? You will see why. Abby's, Abby's story is good. But yours is,
0: mine's a little lighter. It's, it doesn't make it okay. We're just, we're going to dive
1: into we're gonna it. We're going to dive in. Enough small in. talk. Ladies and ladies. Do you have men that listen to this podcast? I actually do, okay. yeah. ladies and men. Ladies and gents. Ladies and gents. Let me bring you into the warped life oh of a really special man named Edward Gein. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed Gein. And and if you're into, sounds so weird to say that, but if you're into true crime and you listen to a lot of these podcasts, Ed Gein, you know, you'll know exactly who he is. Um, but when I first started getting into these podcasts, I didn't know who Ed Gein was at all, and I'm I'm excited to tell you so you can be as horrified. Yeah. Do as we, we need are. like
0: trigger warning? This? Nah, they're here for the true crime. Yeah. This one is a little. It's
1: a little disturbing, but you're fine. Okay, We're let's talk fine. about Go. Ed Gein. So Ed Gein was oh, born in. Oh, there he is. Oh, good. Hey, Ed. He actually doesn't look quite as crazy as I expected him to. Yeah, that's what freaks me out about him though. His, he's got a real, his forehead begins in the middle of his head. So he's Restaining got like, hairline. well, he's got like a head, like he's, his eyebrows are at the exact halfway point of his head. That's not normal, is it? Maybe it is. <laughs> I think it depends on Cut the person. that out. So it no. It looks odd. Um, oh. Oh, that's a haunting photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. There There he is. So Ed Gein was born in Wisconsin um, in 1906. Okay. Um, He was the second of two boys. Um, His dad was an alcoholic and mean and abusive. And his mom, Augusta. um, What a name. Augusta Gein, she hated her husband um, he, because he was an alcoholic, he wasn't able to keep jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, she just despised him. And she was a ridiculously um, religious. She was a very uh-huh. faithful woman. Um, but she really isolated her sons on this farm. They lived on a farm. Uh, he was not allowed, Ed was not allowed to have friends. None. Oh. No friends. Um He was able to go to school, but because he had no friends and he never had really any socialization, he was a really awkward kid. Um, They would have like daily Bible study. Um, She preached to her boys about the innate immorality of the world, the evil of drinking, and her belief that all women except herself were naturally promiscuous and instruments of the devil. So she was... This also makes me think of
0: Waterboy. Waterboy. Adam Sandler. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. You don't know Amelie but you're referencing Waterboy. <laughs> yeah. No, who
1: um Ka- Bates, Kathy Bates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she's
0: like women are the devil. Women are the
1: devil. Yeah. Yeah. Very she was she was crazy. Vibe. She would like chastise people that walked by her house oh, in front of her geez. son. She was awful but um he, according to oh, his look class at that farm. Oh my gosh, oh, no. what is that photo? That's his farm, okay. you guys. We'll get into it. Okay. Um so Really, his only... Well, his dad died. So then it was just Augusta and her two sons. Um, He, like I said, had no friends. She would punish him when he tried to make friends. Um, He did well in school, but no friends at school. He went to school, he came home, and he worked on the farm. Um, So when his dad died of heart failure caused by alcoholism, um, the two sons began doing odd odd jobs around the home to cover the living expenses, um, the one brother actually did a little bit better. He started to date um, a single mom. Ed thought that was crazy and ridiculous. So there was some weird tension yeah. between the two of them. Um, and apparently the other brother started to notice how attached Ed was to his mom, like unnaturally attached for his age. I think at this point they were in their 20s. Oh, yeah. Um, and he would he's kind of worried about that. And when he spoke... If he ever spoke ill of his mom around Ed, Ed would lose his mind. He couldn't handle anyone speaking ill of his of okay. his mom. So um, they were burning away some vegetation on the property one day, and the fire got out of control. Um, Ed claims he couldn't find Henry, that they just got lost in the fire, fighting the fire. And they found Henry's body. Wait, Henry's the brother. Henry's the brother. Okay. <clears throat> and they... You know, Ed's like, oh, he just must have died in the fire. But he had contusion, like he had injuries on the back of his head and stuff. So even though they were never really able to prove Prove it that he killed his brother, they they think he killed his brother. Yeah. So um, let's see. (sighs) Got a lot of notes here, you guys. So now um, it was just Ed, creepy Ed, and his creepy mother. Um, She had a stroke, and so he really devoted himself to taking care of her. Um, and they did pretty well together, but then she had a second stroke and she passed away, and this is where kids. Ed got weird. Um, so when his mom died, he he kept the family farm, um, and he earned money from doing odd jobs around the... Um,
0: Hi, ghost? Look at the lights.
1: The ghost of Ed Gein? With the sound, anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Ed Gein, don't talk about me and my mom. Dicks. <laughs> um, apparently, We're just really close. Apparently, he even did some like babysitting of kids in the. Who in would the he? Town. Who would
0: let him babysit well, their, as a twenty-year-old man? Uh, or as a spoiler child? Spoiler
1: alert: They weren't dead, so he wasn't super into them. Okay. <laughs> so he's doing odd jobs around the family, but when or around the uh, the town. But when his mom died, he boarded up. The main living areas that she was present in, like, mm-hmm. that she lived in and would not touch them. He would not let, like, anything be moved from that okay. condition of when his mom lived. So And would, he wouldn't go in. He wouldn't go in. No, no, no. Okay, so on the morning of November 16th, 1957, uh, the Plainfield hardware store owner, Bernice Warden, disappeared. Um one of the residents of the town reported that the hardware store truck had been driven out of the rear of the building around 9:30, and that the hardware store was closed the entire day. Now, apparently, this was big hunting season time, and mm-hmm. in that time, of, I mean, in 1957, I guess that town, all the men went out hunting. So the fact that no one noticed she was missing until like 5:30 yeah. that night wasn't wasn't really that odd. But
0: I'm gonna stop you. 1957, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was born, so he's like 50.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this is when Ed gets. He was fifty. Yeah, yeah he was fifty-one. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. This is when Ed gets really weird. <laughs> so she died in forty-five. Okay, and this is now fifty-seven. He's, he's so it's been a while. But living he's been, out on his own, he's been living in a farm, facing mm-hmm. the world, and we'll find out what he's been doing. So um, anyway, she goes missing, and the the county sheriff or whatever the town sheriff went and went in to kind of check on her. Um, he found the cash register open and blood stains on the floor. So they immediately suspect foul play. Mm-hmm. One of the investigators kind of started looking through the till and they saw that the last receipt that had been run was from nine thirty or not run, they didn't Well yeah. Well, yeah. But they tracked right. it and yeah. Ed Geen's name was on that receipt. So like, oh weird. Well He's Back an then, interesting... did they
0: type in people's
1: names when they did the receipt? No, I bet it was just a handwritten Oh, signing, track. signature. Yeah, something. Hi, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they said, oh, well, well, we'll go see if Ed saw anything. He's the last person that saw her. So they get to the home, and he wasn't there. So they look, they open the door to the house, and inside they discover Bernie's Warden's decapitated body in a shed on the property. Hung upside down by oh the legs, gosh. with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrist. Mm. Um, her torso, they say, was dressed out like a deer. So he had basically, like, pulled out all of her internal organs mm. and made mutilation. So was
0: he a big hunter? Also, do we know? Because uh, I wonder. Yeah, if that I scale, think he was because was they all were. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think that's that was a large what they would do. They would store up meat for the mm-hmm. winter. winter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they freaked the freak out sorry podcast i can't swear in this podcast. they flip out this was in the shed into a bleep that's what it was okay so they went to the house knocked on the door he didn't answer they walked around the property thinking he was in the shed and this is what they found but no ed so at that point what they went to the house and this is where it gets really really bad so they open his house and inside the house i'm so sorry they it's- found whole bones and fragments all over the house a waste basket made of human skin oh human gosh. skin covering chair seats that... the s- skulls <laughs> on his bedpost um, they had he had skin so he'd taken the faces of women off the the skull and hung them and had oh. paint and had painted like lipstick on them and oh. had them decorated in his room. How artistic leggings Uh, what is that oh my gosh that's that's the seat yep that's the seat made of human skin can you
0: imagine if you like thrifted that and you're like wow what a cool nice high chair and you're like oh
1: (laughs) yeah um masks made of female heads I just said that leggings from human skin um I think so yep uh Oh, sorry. There's I'm sorry. Here's the thing,
0: we're not laughing at the situation. No, it's, it's just so uncomfortable
1: and ridiculous. So they found Bernice's head in a burlap sack and her heart in a plastic bag in front of the potbelly stove. Um I'm oh really gosh. sorry, but I have to tell you the worst parts. A belt made from human nipples. Um, a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. Oh my God.
0: What a nice adornment
1: to this. And a box of no female genitalia.
0: Oh, wow. A whole box of Just them.
1: Just stored up. So, the first thing I think is those poor officers. they They probably for the rest of their life. drank profusely every day for the rest of their lives yeah. after seeing this. Um, so. They brought him in for questioning. And he told investigators that between 1947 and 52, he had made as many as 40 nighttime visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies. Um, He claimed he was in a a daze-like state. Um, Mm. On about 30 of the visits, he said he came out of the daze while in the cemetery, left the grave in good order, and returned to the home empty-handed. But on other occasions, and clearly many others, he would dig up women, middle-aged women specifically mm-hmm. that he thought would resemble his mother, and took the bodies home where he tanned their skins <clears throat> to make paraphernalia. So <laughs> uh, that's the gist of it. But some of the things after I, this is the part that I really have to read. Um, so soon after his mother's death, he, this behavior yeah. started. He began to create <laughs> to create a woman suit. So that he could become his mother. He could literally crawl into her skin. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But here's what I... So in another thing I heard this this other podcast. Yeah, Yeah. he crawled into this woman's skin, put one of those freaky ass masks on, and walked around his yard and acted like his mother. So actually, the... Did he like
0: put on her dress over it too? Probably.
1: Freaking weirdo. That's an understatement of the year. Um, Yeah. So he claims that he never sodomized, like, did never had sexual encounters with the bodies, but that he was not interested. He said they were way too smelly. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, So they, um, let's see. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Let's, let's just talk about then what happens to him, shall we? Yeah. So he was arraigned in 1957 on one count of first degree murder. Cause they knew for sure he had murdered <coughs> the um, lady, Bernice. Yeah, Bernice. Yeah. Um, he pled, re- he pled not guilty by reason of insanity. And you know what? If anyone was insane, it was him. It's him. Yeah. Because who in their right yeah. mind. Right. So, oh, and gosh. he had a, I mean, he had a rough childhood. Not, not that not, people don't, but, but. Things shape you. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean
0: not justifying but fine line. He, he, I mean that's a
1: rough that's, that's really a rough way up. to grow up with a really domineering horrible mother that you then yeah. are obsessed with because you've never had any other real human yeah. interaction other yeah. than your brother. So, um he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, schizophrenia and found mentally incompetent, thus unfit for trial and he was sent he was sent to a Maximum security mental institution, Um, but apparently he was a perfect patient, model citizen, never caused a problem. um, And then he died in 1984 in the mental institution that he was sent to. So, a couple interesting things. um, (laughs) Fun facts per (laughs) se. Edgins' house and the 195 acre property were appraised at four thousand seven hundred dollars. That's equivalent to forty one thousand dollars our time. Okay. Um, they they auctioned off the car that he used oh, to I transport you were say like
0: the lamp or something.
1: <laughs> what I have no idea what they did with that. Like what do you do? It's crazy. You,
0: like return it to the families. Yeah. Like, no.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's see. Early in the morning of March twentieth, the house was destroyed by fire. Um, it had been set 75 feet from the house, and the cleaning crew ta- was tasked with disposing of all of the trash. So it sounds like they just put that thing them. up in flames. Sorry, but, and you were talking about the car, and I cut you yeah, off. Yeah, so the, and his his 1949 Ford sedan, which he used to haul the bodies of the victims, was sold mm. at a public auction for $760. Mm. So it's about $6,600 in current Steel. money to a carnival sideshow operator <laughs> bunny gibbons bunny and bunny charged car? bunny charged carnival goers 25 cents admission to see it shut up bunny's a business person yeah yeah bunny bunny knows what's up let's see i'm just gonna tell you um a couple quick fun facts about our dear friend ed um <laughs> You guys, this um, man. well, I want to just tell you kind of about the popular culture. Like what, yeah. what has like come of the story? Well, of I'm just
0: going to step in and say Bates Motel. Bates Motel. B- clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. And nailed it on the head as you were saying things. I'm like, oh, that's Dylan and Norman. That's, you know, Norma and Norman. Yeah. Same yep. name. Psycho.
1: So yep. Bates Motel, Psycho, all yep. the same. All the same. And oh. I, I just wanted to throw this in here. You're seeing a picture of over 2,000 people after he got uh, arrested at his house at an auction. So now I'm wondering <gasps> how Did weird they? Auction they, off? they auction off uh, all the stuff in the house. What? That's what it says: um, a crowd of around 2,000 people combed through Ed's former belongings during Yikes. an auction following his arrest. I mean, can you imagine? He was, you know, he was a he was known in the town as like kind of the weird, quiet, quiet well, recluse, but didn't cause any problems. Um, I mean, I can't imagine that town ever surviving this. I mean, if you find out that someone got stabbed and within five miles of your home, yeah. you're like, <gasps> you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, also, he 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 was a part of the basis for. Um, La, da, 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 da. We've talked about that. Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs. Um, mm. S- Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is based a little bit on him, too.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, so that that's Ed Gein, you guys. You're welcome. Hope you have a good sleep. Yeah. Puffist um, got 2020 going yeah. just right for you. Someone, um, of course, his, people vandalized his grave marker. as just this very simple... Grave Edward, marker. It's just Edward Gain. A, yep. Edward Gain, 1906
0: to 1984.
1: What so. a sad life. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So, I mean, the silver lining of this is at least he didn't murder at least he 40 wasn't, women and yeah. then do stuff with their bodies. He was yeah, just. Like, it's still sick. It, and he still, still did kill Bernice, which, yeah. you know. Yep. Bernice, likely his brother as well.
0: Yeah. So,
1: along those lines. Along those lines,
0: this is. I wouldn't say lighthearted but guys this story <laughs> i was researching this today and britain just helped heard me kept being like oh my gosh like <laughs> screaming this like is, so,
1: this is bananas
0: so let's let's meet carl tanzler Carl Tanzler was a German-born radiology technologist who had a wife and two daughters. They moved from Germany. They lived in Florida. Then all of a sudden, er, Carl is like, I'm out. So he leaves his family. He moves to Key West in 1927, and he gets a job at the Marine Hospital service. So shortly after his arrival, this patient comes in, Cuban woman, 21-year-old, Elena de Hoyos. And how old was he at
1: the time? Um, I think... He was older. He was like... He was in al- his 50s, wasn't he? 40s, 50s, and she was 20. Like, um, I just remember the age difference You know what, was let me stark. look that
0: up really quick. So, oh, so you know what? He was born in 1877. So oh. this was in 1927. So yeah. He was 50. He was 50. Something. You nailed yeah. it. Yeah. So <laughs> he has this patient come in, Elena de Hoyos, she, as they describe was this strikingly attractive girl, she's got white skin, black shiny hair, and, you know, as it appealed to the men then, the shyness and mystique mm-hmm. of this woman mm-hmm. didn't girl. go unnoticed. Let's just call her a girl. She is a girl. <laughs> In reference to him. Yeah. Um. Backstory, though. Later, after everything that I'm about to unfold and change all of your lives with (laughs) for the worst comes out he actually claimed as a child that his ancestors visited him in his dreams like many times and they showed him the face of the woman who he was to spend his life with which i think also played into him knowing his wife wasn't that person so he went to key west to find more right so the moment my ancestors keep
1: showing me benedict cumberbatch and (laughs) he has yet to be the man in my life. I mean Sundance 2020. He's gonna be here, folks. He's gonna be. Any any connections? Tickets, I'd really like to see Burlington Coat Factory at the Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> it's one of the. Is all that these what memes. it's called? No, <laughs> there's all these memes that are riffs on his name. <laughs> this I saw a meme that was like I just saw someone ref or call. Burl or call Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch Burlington Coat Factory and I laughed for seven minutes straight. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so ancestors show them the they face show of him this woman. The moment
0: he laid eyes on her, he that he was knew it. this was the woman. This was the face he had 30 seen thirty years times be before. Yeah, and it was love at first sight. Geek.
1: He. I mean, Ooh. he. What was the life expectancy in the freaking? <laughs> 20s, like 70, yeah. 65. <laughs> so yeah, he was on death. 15 years. <laughs> death's doorstep. So,
0: so he's like, I gotta, I gotta make this happen. So he starts exaggerating his achievements to her family. He's like, all of a sudden, Count von Kossel <laughs> <laughs> was, Sorry, <laughs> <was an laughs> oh,
1: I know wasn't a what count. A dick.
0: He, he all of a sudden was a doctor mm-hmm. instead
1: of, you know, a radiologist. radiologist,
0: the guy who takes the x-rays, which we're thankful for you and your jobs, but you're not you're performing not the, the same. You're not yeah. the doctor.
1: And she was, she was like extremely ill. She was terminally ill, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so she
0: had tuberculosis. Uh, they got her out of the hospital,
1: but never recovered.
0: Well, so he's like, I've got nine degrees. It's great. Let's get her home. And they're like, she's not really getting better. So he devotes his life to this. He's like no, I'm the person you need. Like, I can do all these things. He starts, like, pushing the boundaries of his job. He's making, like, house calls, like, doing who knows what. He probably, honestly, was part of the reason she... Like, she needed proper treatment that she wasn't getting.
1: And at first, the family, I think, was grateful for that, but then they started to go... Well, but then he starts gifting her
0: jewelry. He's giving her clothes, and it's like, okay, we're seeing where this is tipping. Like, they're understanding, like, oh... I mean maybe their friendly neighbor was like, So I don't think a radiologist should be like yeah. performing surgery what on is your daughter. This
1: old man talking to your beautiful daughter.
0: Which let's just take one moment to look at
1: it. Look I, know, at him. I think I've I think <laughs> <laughs> What do you sorry. think of this guy? I'm sorry. It's so good. What a guy. <laughs> He's he you he has like How the round say? spectacles. Mm-hmm. He's got this very stern look stern about him, stern, and then him. like a like a big beard—not a massive beard, but a, a properly a, trimmed nineteen twenties beard. He,
0: I mean, he's got the spectacles, but I imagine is an opt- optical. No, what's the one? Oh.
1: I imagine he held that <laughs> so at fancy probably, parties. He probably had a he probably had, had, had a chain. pocket watch. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and a top uh, hat.
0: Yeah, he he really loved getting dressed up. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. He revealed his love. She was like, okay, I'm not interested. Revealed his love. Oh, he
1: revealed his love. Okay.
0: Wasn't interested and, like, tried to be like, hey, the only thing I'm, like, really seeking here is, like, my help." Right. I'm just trying to survive
1: tuberculosis. So,
0: unfortunately, despite the radiologist's efforts to save her life. She succumbed to this illness a year after meeting the strange doctor.
1: And didn't he propose to her as well? I believe so. Uh I
0: mean, it was gift after gift, and it was constant. And his family's like, look, weirdo. Yeah, but I think they were also so desperate for her to like... Mm -hmm. And they were also like a pretty poor family, so like the love story wasn't over. He, when she died... Not even close. No. When she died, the family was like, he's like, are you having a funeral? Like, I've been in this woman's life. And they're like, we're just doing something small. Like, we have this, like, wood box. Like, this very poor family. and We can't afford to put on a big w- thing. No, no. Right. So he's like, you know what? This woman deserves a mausoleum. So he builds this, like, intricate mausoleum, which anyone putting their daughter to rest, you know, like, you would be like, oh. He built the mausoleum? He built it. He paid for <laughs> it. It's this huge out of ground. Let's pull the a picture of it. Oh, I've seen it.
1: Trust me, I was looking yeah. all the shit up, stuff up. Dang it, You can Sorry. say that word. This was one of those stories it's that okay. I was instantly on my computer that day, oh, yeah. looking up at... Oh, yeah. We'll get to the creepiest picture. Of the moment, but it's, so, it's bananas. So, he, they're like, great.
0: This is you know, for our daughter, it's got this lock and key. She, Her body will rest. She'll be safe.
1: It's got a lock and key that, I don't know, I might put to some good
0: use sometimes. Yeah. So, at first people are seeing the doctor there and they're like oh he loved her you know he's just visiting but then it like got later that people were seeing her there
1: and then <sighs> they realized it was every night it's every it night and, like, playing violin, <laughs> the well, violin for well her. <laughs> so he
0: he claimed that the the spirit would come as well and mm. he would sing her favorite spanish songs to her and There was even, I don't know how real this is, but there was, like, this account that he said they would, like, sing together to her body. So him and her spirit would sing to her body. (laughs) Yeah. He had a phone installed in the mausoleum. (laughs) Stop it. So he could call, what, like, what is he calling? Like.
1: I guess. Or would she, would her spirit call call and say, leave me the bloody hell alone?
0: (laughs) Probably. Listen, creepster. (laughs) i'm done i'm I'm just trying to get some
1: rest here i'm trying to live my non-tuberculosis ridden afterlife and you're ruining it you creepster
0: so you know what one day he decided i deserve better enough is enough so he collects a child's little red toy wagon oh my god really loads up the body in the middle of the night of course and you know what? I'm just going to say, just, he took it all the way home. He took it to his house. Did they have cars then? Pro- no. Mm.
1: I am not. Only the wealthiest yeah. people did. I mean, yeah. and with
0: his uh, Key West, that he didn't have a car on Key West. Did he get a little canoe and just... He cut off But <laughs> I just think he just walked this wagon home and...
1: Nothing to see here. Yeah. Definitely not... Uh, yeah decomposing corpse of a woman mm-mm, that I still mm-mm. think is talking and singing with me at night. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he takes it home and realizes like, oh, decomp. Kind of. This isn't. Is a problem. Well, okay. So how long
1: after she died did he so take So this her? was
0: two years later.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know how long it takes a body to decompose. So he had
0: been in there like ice, formaldehyde, like keeping it disgusting. Decent. So, but then he brings it home and he's like, oh, maybe I was kind of outside and this was less this is, of a problem. This is
1: really smelly. So he
0: brings it home and her skin begins peeling off mm-hmm. and he is taking silk strips, dipping them in wax and home making his skin. He's paper her skin, mache you could say.
1: Paper mache-ing her face.
0: Well, <laughs> so the face, he just goes all in and he gets... Plaster of Paris and recreates that. Recreates her face. Yeah. Next, he's put wires in her to pursue, like, to preserve her posture. He's. Doesn't he put, like, rags in the body, too? So finally, he realizes, okay, we got to get rid of the organs. Like, this just isn't working. So he stuffs her body with rags. He, He finds a way to still be intimate
1: with her. Yes. Okay
0: her hair all begins falling out so he collects each strand and i don't know why this man was a wig maker but apparently he was he (laughs) creates this wig yeah he is a man of many arts he's got the paper mache he's got (laughs) wigs he's got he's he's sewing he's like did he own a shop did he work in the fashion industry maybe so oh and also I don't know I, this this could be a typo on whoever collected this piece but apparently like as she was dying of illness her family kind of collected her hair and they gave it to him
1: oh because he probably like at the funeral like, oh, he probably was like more oh. than her beautiful hair yeah
0: and... well and maybe he was like oh i can put it back on her head like to bury her with type thing wouldn't put it past him he, he had attempted to freeze her body a few times. That just wasn't really doing it. Oh, and yeah, that's when he starts stuffing her body with the rags. In addition to all that, though, he puts glass eyes in oh, her eye socket.
1: Yeah. Oh, guys. Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: But you know what? What's his name again? Carl Tanzler. And Tansler was enjoying the company of a woman for the first first time in his life oh
1: he not for the first time he had a wife and kids that he oh, ran yeah. away with for oh, a corpse yeah, basically that's, that's
0: true so he he's dancing with her he's singing to her he's he's buying perfumes he's buying jewelries, he's spending all this money and it becomes this big town story and they're like wow tanzler's found himself a woman he's really moved on like no one knows like this mausoleum's <laughs> locked they don't know oh that God. their loved one is gone we've never actually seen the woman he he slept with her in his bed, but mm-hmm. gentleman here, he put
1: <laughs> stop it. A
0: privacy curtain down the
1: middle of the bed. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to so sleep that she next could to the glass side. Have some privacy. Corpse. No. What a, what a damn gentleman this he was. Went on for 7 years. Yep. Let's just sink let that sink in Let's for a just, while, yeah. folks moment of silence now wasn't he also like building something for her like okay we're getting we're coming to that yeah so
0: (laughs) so not only are you know neighborhood children running to his house to play this game of wow look at the man dancing with the lady because he had music on he's I mean clearly lost his ever-loving mind he's dancing with what looked like a giant doll which also have you seen Lars in real life Yes, very untwisted version of this. Yeah, right. She's
1: just a plastic or an yeah. inflatable girl, yeah. right? Like a yeah. sex doll. Yeah, <laughs> great movie. <laughs> it everyone. is. Lars and the Real Girl is really sweet yeah. and touching. It great doesn't movie. sound Grant right. Gosling but it is. did a wonderful job. Yes,
0: that was um, his breakout role, I believe. I love it. That's okay. a good movie. It's like one <laughs> of the seven movies that I actually own. Um, Really? Yeah, it's on my computer. We could watch it right now. Fantastic. So, yeah, it became like a game. Like, let's go see him. And not only that, but in his backyard is this magnificent, like,
1: how do you even describe it? You've seen it. I just, I remember seeing the pictures, Ooh, but I on. don't remember what he was, what it was that he was doing.
0: So, Carl had decided that if he a could spaceship. build this spaceship <laughs> and launch her into space, that the radiation would... Do something with her tissues and bring her back to life. So that was the answer. Oh, oh, it was called an airship. Let's just (laughs) take a look at this bad boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's Elena's airship.
0: So endearing. I
1: know. Oh, my God.
0: There it is. Mm, Okay. 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 Actually, also, Brad, do you want to see what? No, you know what? Don't do it.
1: Pull it up. Just pull it up on the Google computer. Google search, Corpse Bride. Yeah. So, <sighs> your search history, you're like, this is not what I'm into. It's all, Abby. No. Oh, oh. Do do Corpse Bride real? Or let's see, Corpse, corpse
0: Bride. Tim Burton, wonderful movie though. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Corpse Bride. <laughs> not the vibe we're going um, for. Carl.
0: Carl. Carl Tanzler where mm.
1: corpse bride elena maybe E L E? I think that'll
0: come up carl just do carl it'll totally come up the m- okay. images there you go oh yeah she is that doesn't even look like a person
1: well no he's paper mache her face wait what are the eyebrows um he
0: clearly drew those on
1: no maybe him he, and ed must maybe, have collaborated on this makeup project he took some of her hair and, and just fashioned it. fashioned some isn't that bananas yeah um you're gonna do, are you gonna subject your followers to this picture because i feel yeah. strongly that they have to see oh it. absolutely it is absolutely one of the creepiest things and, i've ever there seen is. oh there he is getting oh, out of a I forgot is he has the pointed beard <laughs> Very distinguished gentleman. <laughs> what a So guy. there she is. She's she, beautiful. And then,
0: yeah, she, you know? She looks nothing like what he
1: made. <laughs> <I was laughs> just are just you going to say, say he did. he
0: maybe did. I'm fine. A because I think she is like,
1: no. I think he took all of
0: that hair, oh matted God. it into
1: a ball, the and look, just stuck it on top, top of he it. he even styled it did like, he? to look like she did in that other picture with he her d- hat.
0: You know what? He didn't have to do all this. He could have just gotten a job in the beauty industry. Oh, my God. Carl. Okay. So, okay, but so, get,
1: get to the part where they find yeah, out yeah, yeah. what's happened. So
0: the rumors finally reach Elena's parents because, I mean, Key West is not big. Um, and in ni- October 1940, her sister decides to pay him a visit, unannounced, oh. just show
1: up. Oh, lordy.
0: And I don't know why he let her in, but she walks into this hell house and she's just like disturbed. I'm sure everything's running through her mind. She's like. now
1: drinking profusely yeah. for the rest of her yeah. life as well. So
0: she literally runs out. She goes to report the scene. Things start coming to a head. He's examined by a psychiatrist, He's but he's deemed mentally competent to stand a trial. He was prosecuted for waitingly and m- maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. But here's the thing: instead of disgust, oh, the public was sympathetic. They, they called just... him a hopeless romantic. Like, nope, no, I'm nope. yeah. He got off. Many right? felt sorry for him. He got and off his misfortune instead of. Condemning the wrongdoings of a man with a severe psychological disorder, obviously. Yeah, he should have but, followed
1: in our in our boyfriend Ed's footsteps and just I mean, died in a mental institution. Yeah, so yeah. he
0: was acquitted due to <laughs> hello statute of limitations. Oh,
1: of course, of course.
0: So but yeah, didn't th- I mean, here's I, my favorite part of the entire oh, story okay,
1: though. Okay.
0: After the trial ended, Carl turns to Judge and goes. Could I have the body back though? Oh, Was the judge In what world? The judge was like, get the hell out of here. Like, oh good. The oh. judge the
1: judge wasn't like, you know what, you really do just know her. No, no, no. Oh. So I wonder did... what happened to his ex-wife. I wonder what was she was like she knows. Does she, she did she change her name? Oh, and... It didn't oh. even say her name really on okay, anything so, I could find. So but, his so his uh, his children are likely still alive. If they were probably born in like the 40s? No, they were born in like. 20s? 30s? Pro- well, yeah, probably the 30s. No, 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 because he was born in 70 something.
0: But he. Yeah, he, they are probably they were born probably in like 20s. I yeah. think it was like 20s. No, so, yeah. I
1: mean, they could be yeah. like, very old. but... So
0: after all of this, I mean, again, with these sideshows back then, they decide to, and I don't know who decided this, but they decide to put her body in a museum. Oh. Thousands of people came. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably go see that. I probably would too, but like <laughs> I mean, 6,800 <laughs> people came, like back then. Like, this isn't <gasps> you know, some it was, Twitter it was a, phenomenon. It was a like, different
1: time then. I mean, you, th- you think of like Barnum and Bailey, or Barnum's yeah. Circus, like th- they made a thing about oddities and weird things so that i mean in the 20s if you see like chicago the musical Mm. anytime a woman Mm. murdered she became murdered her husband or someone she became like an instant celebrity like it was was a very different time yeah but i'm pretty sure i would probably still go see that
0: yeah because it's just bananas at that point it's not her
1: i know you know what I mean? You know like, what? If Carl Tanzler was fat, he would be the Monopoly Man. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, wait. Doesn't the Monopoly Man just have, have a the mustache? Must- okay. I let, I need to. Th-
0: that pointy chin. <laughs> That's pointy. So, yeah. so, but kind of good ending, I guess. Eventually, she was reburied. Good. Unmarked grave. Oh, good. Hidden. So
1: Carl could not she's find her. Like, she's buried in the Salt Lake City Cemetery. No, <laughs> it still says Key West, but it's
0: like, can you imagine? Up in, up in the avenues?
1: Here lies the corpse bride. Yeah. Poor thing. God. Do you want to hear his ending? He It's actually kind of sad. I want to hear it. He deserves every gosh dang sad thing I could. I'm... So
0: he just died of, you know, natural causes or whatever, but no one found him for three weeks. Oh, no, that's not that sad. I think it's sad. Do you? But he's a sick man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he died a horrible death. No, he just no. was... No, but you don't, I don't know. Yeah, so. Wow. That is the story of the corpse bride, the which corpse the bride. day that episode come out came out, I we was were actually looking for the other. episode, and oh. I just typed in corpse bride, so it'd come up in my messages so I could find when yeah. I text you, because I just text corpse bride, period. <laughs> That's all. That's all I said. Like, so, yeah, this is the story of Ed Gein and Carl Tanzler. And Two of
1: the craziest mofos. Who are just. One in the same. Ever honestly, heard.
0: they were yeah. came
1: from the same shell. Is that yeah. the phrase? That didn't I mean, sound right. I'm. I don't know who's more. Di- I still think Ed Gein. is far Ed's more disturbing. More, yeah, I do. I too. mean, he wore because
0: <sighs> he's female like cutting skin suits. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine walking in on that?
1: No. Oh gosh. I I'm so, I honestly feel so bad for those investigators. I just. You would never recover no. from that. Never.
0: I almost wonder too, like if walking in on that, do you think I, it would take a minute to process? Oh, for sure. Like you'd
1: be like, "What? What is that?" Oh,
0: like I'm and sure growing like, up, you know, everywhere. they didn't.
1: He didn't have electricity, so it was dark, and oh, I think geez. they were kind of fumbling around. Oh with my theirs. gosh! Oh my gosh! And I and from what I heard, you know, they would run out and vomit yeah. and then go back in and yeah, just bless those poor, poor men. Um, why do we do this, actually? We're weird. <laughs> why,
0: why do we talk about these things? Why do we put them know. on others? I don't know, you guys. It's, um, it's
1: just another level of human behavior is all.
0: Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just. I think that's so. what I find fascinating about this is because mm-hmm. in you know, what state of mind so. are yeah. you,
1: yeah. Well, and I and these aren't the cases that I like the the actual detective work, yeah, like how they find that mm-hmm. one piece of fiber that was in the back of this trunk that they traced to um, the cat that lived in this house that she'd been to, the one that like yeah. they, it, it's fascinating it, it to me to to follow, you know, an investigation. yeah, but these um, two stories, but specifically the corpse bride, I, was dying listening to that story. Like I this was like is... howling. And like what is this? I know. And my f- poor freaking coworkers <laughs> were not not pleased. Like one of, one my coworker Larissa was like, "Why are you still talking about this?" <laughs> I'm sorry, but isn't that the oh, great for seven years? I'm sorry, he danced with
0: her. <sighs> are you guys.
1: Oh yeah. my goodness. Well, I yeah. do want to
0: end this on just talking about one thing. Yeah. Josh Powell, oh, applied for the CIA. Yeah, of course. He I did. send you this text today. Yeah. We need to acknowledge this.
1: <laughs> what are your thoughts? I, you know, the thing about Josh Powell is he he did evade the cops. He didn't. He was never charged yeah. for her murder. He thought of him, himself as the smartest man in the world. Yeah, and yeah, this so that that just that doesn't that surprise doesn't you. surprise me in the slightest. Of like, um, he is. A royal piece of crap. I'm yep. trying so hard not to swear.
0: You can and we can just bleep it out.
1: You, will you just like you know, have you ever seen Christmas Eve on Sesame Street? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. This was I still watch it every I mean I year. have, but I don't know it's what this from, reference it's is. It's from nineteen seventy eight and there's heart. a there's a part where, you know, they're constantly trying to figure out how Santa Claus gets down the chimney and yeah. big birds talking to the grouch on a subway platform. <laughs> He's like, maybe he, you know, rubs himself in butter so he slides right down the chimney and then, <laughs> and then the grouch goes, "You are without a doubt the blue blubber." And the subway comes by <laughs> Sp- for like thirty seconds. He's just clearly calling oh. in names and screaming obscenities. And then when the bus comes by or when the subway goes by, it goes, "Bird I ever met." <laughs> <laughs> so you could do that. You could just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: well, I'm glad to have you here again.
1: Merry freaking Christmas. Merry Christmas. I think
0: think maybe this should be the first episode that comes out in 2020.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, are you playing this before the... No. Merry Christmas. We have a really good episode for you tonight.
0: (laughs) We just thought this would really set the mood for your Christmas Eve party. (laughs) We play this at our Christmas Eve party, make the whole family listen. Can you imagine? Wow all right okay well, so
1: 2020 this motherhood is coming out I, 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 yes i'm gonna push for the end of january I yeah. keep pushing it till the end of things but no it has to come out and january is the longest month of the year so you uh, got it really it. is and you know what are you like after the holidays are over like everyone's kind of grumpy the kids are like coming down off of you'll have some the greatest time in their life to uh, You'll have some great content so, oh <laughs> my gosh i have so much content we have a lot Of content, and we haven't recorded since October, so we got some catching up to do.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for being here. I loved it. Love it. Okay. Have a good week, guys. Happy New Year. Of Makeup Masking and Murder is written and brought to you by me, Abby Hill, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music is written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs. Vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to everyone who's made this possible, and we will see you guys next week.